So there's a lot of dentists in Denver, guys, but there's only one that I trust, Green Mountain Dental Group. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver, and they've got a great hookup for DNVR listeners right now. You guys can get a free Sonicare toothbrush. All you got to do is schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. That's right. Green Mountain Dental Group, they are locally owned, locally operated, Denver to their core, just like us here at DNVR. So support them if you need a new dentist or if you just need to get your teeth cleaned. Hit them up, get a cleaning, x-ray, and exam from Green Mountain Dental Group today. They will hook it up with a free Sonicare toothbrush. And Sonicare is an awesome brand if you've never heard of it before. Retails at like 50 to 75 bucks for an electric toothbrush. It will last you forever. So call up Green Mountain Dental today, get a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush. Now Porter is owned by San Antonio. Porter guarded by Derek White. There's a quick defender. Now Porter steps back. Three ball on the way. That's good. Two rebounds. Shot six for ten. Now Porter points up another one. That's good. Hey. Jokic dump it into Millsap. Millsap swatted. Gives it to Porter. Another three. That's good too. Start it up, baby. I'll do it to me. Two times in a row. I you feel knew something it was coming, though. Feel something oh. inside. Oh. oh my goodness. <laughs> Play that. That's my favorite tune right there. That is the Michael Porter Jr. has arrived. That's the Michael Porter Jr. is the missing piece. That is the Michael Porter Jr. is a 30 point per game score in back to back nights. Love that song. Love that gym. Welcome in, everybody, to the DNBA show. Look at Eric there. Socially responsibly distancing here behind a mask. Um, I'm here at, at the, at the bar. bar. I'm here at the bar. I, I, I want to make sure that I'm got six feet before. You know what? I think I'm good. I'm, I'm safe. You're good? All right. Are you good? Alone I'm good. I'm bar at the moment? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Winner's Lounge. <laughs> God, guys, these Winner's Lounges are never going to, I'm never going to get tired of them. Never. Well, especially ones like these, man. I mean, especially this is, lit ones like this. This is there's insane, winners guys. Lounge and <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. Welcome. Lounge. Look at Brennan. Looks like he's in the Bender Lounge. Look at him. He looks like he's been uh, out all night. I like everything I'm seeing right here. I'd say he looks like he's uh, on a cruise, on a cruise so, ship. With he his. looks like he's I, uh, on a bend, like a Bender on a cruise. <laughs> I placed my first sports bet today, guys. I won $120 in like 19 minutes. Um, <laughs> MPJ. So welcome everybody to the Winner's Lounge here. We're doing this one remote because it's a full Denver sports day at the Denver Sports Bar, the DNVR Bar. Um, and so we're here today. We're going to be back in studio tomorrow. I'm Adam Matas. I'm joined by Brendan Vogt, joined by D-Line Co. Guys who need little introduction. You know who else needs little introduction now? Who maybe needed a little bit more of an introduction, say, four days ago? Michael Porter Jr. I honestly think this, guys. I mean, this was another game, and he's not the only story here. But I know they're like some of the more militant diehards are going to say, like, oh, we got to talk about all the other guys. A lot of contributors in this game. But, guys, Michael Porter Jr., 11 of 19, 30 points, 15 rebounds, back-to-back games where he looks – he doesn't just look like a good player. To me, he looks like a superstar player. Even right now, I'm talking about right now, he looks like second-best player on the court tonight, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Second-best oh, to, question. to Jokic, right? We're t- so, that, yeah, easily. And that's after being, I think, the best player on the floor last game, too. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, this was this was an incredible goal. We will always start off. Everybody, if you have some stuff in the comments, tweet at uh, DNVR. Keep the comments coming. We're going to interact. That's the whole point of this show. We want to talk to you, hear from you guys. Harrison Wind right now on the phone as we speak with Nikola Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., and uh, Michael Malone. He's going to get their thoughts and share them with us here momentarily. Eric, big takeaway. Am I, am I, am I jumping the gun here? I mean, the big takeaway is Michael Porter, isn't it? Uh, the big takeaway is absolutely Michael Porter. Another big takeaway is apparently the Avs just scored. The, the DNVR bar just erupted. <laughs> uh, it's a party in Denver. Right? It's an absolute party. No, it's, uh, I mean, you know, like the first the first quarter started, we all had banged the 15.5 points for Michael Porter Jr. He almost got it in the first quarter of the game. <laughs> and then uh, it started to slow down a little bit. We wondered if maybe we had, uh, we were, like Adam uh, likes to talk about, had we become Icarus and flown close, too close to the sun. But it turns yeah. out that we just needed to wait for the, the second half to come. We get right right smack <laughs> in the middle of the sun, no problem. It really is true. Um, oh, my gosh. So apparently I, we're just seeing this. Do you have the tweet that uh, guy? I just sent it to it, guy. It, it, yeah. it just sent it in the, in the chat there. Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich is a Jokic guy, man. I mean, I'm telling you. I was joking with somebody the other day where I said Jokic is the quintessential big man for Greg Popovich, which, of course, that's Tim Duncan. But I don't know. I think Jokic might be just right up there. He just says after the game, he's the reincarnation of Larry Bird. Oh, look at that first reaction. Look at the hater. Get that hater out of my screen. Um, I love it. We've been saying is it for it, years. I feel is it, We've been saying it for a long time. It's apt. It's are, we apt allowed to, are, are we allowed to reincarnate someone that's not dead? It's <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 a really fair point. <laughs> he's the second coming of Larry Bird? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But look, I mean, and Luka Doncic, I think, is kind of cut from this cloth as well. I mean, these are guys with immense skill, despite yeah. having relatively in the NBA limited athleticism. Um, but also just there's basketball IQ and there's basketball, what would you call it, instinct, feel. I mean, whatever Bird and Jokic have where the eyes in the back of the head um, – it's always been apt. And if you go back and check their sophomore seasons, uh, throw Jokic's numbers in per 36, it's identical to Larry Bird. I know. So this is not a stretch. I mean, how much fun is this? It's funny, Eric, because you think back to four days ago, and I remember how depressed you were. You were really mopey. You were really, really tough to, uh, to, have, to have to deal with and handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you unfriended me, actually. I think, I think I you unfollowed you me. in every platform uh, imaginable. But no, it's, it's such a turnaround. And you know, for Denver, what I like about this game in particular is that you, we've all known that Jokic can carry teams. I mean, that we've talked about Jokic carrying a shorthanded Nuggets team for three years now, right? Three years the Nuggets have run into something where it's like, oh, man, he's there's two, three starters out. You get that. But this time, you'd have an aging Millsap. There's no Jamal Murray there. There's You know, you start to wonder what's going to happen. But once again, you get Michael Porter, you get Nikola Jokic, and then you get everybody else doing their role and playing solid. I mean, this was a lot of guys had, I thought, solid games tonight. And you can get out. Look at the, oh, my God, a winner shot. Are you kidding me? What is it? Today? <laughs> the winner shot. The Hold shot? on. Um, actually, the winner shot is Purple Rain, made Ooh, in oh. honor of our, our beloved Colorado Rockies. I'll tell you how it is. Hold on. Just a minute. Yeah. I love this comment. Oh, it's really good. It's really good. The Nuggets actually do have seven foot tall Larry Bird and rebound fetish Kevin Durant. So, um, <laughs> rebound fetish Katie is funny. Wild. It's funny because honestly, Michael Porter really, he had 15 rebounds tonight. And, you know, 15 rebounds to me, I don't think he's going to average 15 rebounds, but I really do think he's a double digit rebound guy. It's just. It, it, it's funny, too, because I feel like it's his trigger. That first game, he had one rebound. He didn't have any energy. The shots will fall or they won't fall. 
But when he just puts his mind at getting to the board, it seems like good things happen. And both last game and this game, he's in double-figure rebounds, and it just seems like that's the trigger that starts everything, every other aspect of his game. And then next thing you know, you look up, he's got 24, 26, 28. The points, the points come natural. It's that other stuff that, that I feel like he can really get himself going. It's funny. I, I talked about this on DMVR Bets um, with Andre Simone, and what was the, the line on his total points? It was 15 and a half. The easiest, and, uh, easiest 20 bucks I ever made. I sent this to you, Al. My mind. What's what's the determining factor if MPJ scores fifteen or not? Did he play? Did he score? Right. Yeah. If he's playing. Did, was he allowed minutes, to shoot? Someone on the timeline. I think it might have been our guy Adrian down in Australia um, tweeted, "MPJ is not hot right now. This is just how good he is." And yeah. I think that's a really good way of putting it. This is this looks more like a baseline and less like insanity to me. A hundred percent. I mean, I, I fully believe this because it wasn't just that he was knocking down shots or whatever today or, you know, this or that. Tonight it was, you know, the, he bent the defense. They, the Nuggets are, are starting now. It's funny because in, it, before we were talking about cuts and maybe some of these tough threes that he hits or whatever, the Nuggets are now starting to really include him as a key piece of the offense, not just as a, hey, let's run this play for him, but a, hey, let's stick him right here on the court so that when we run the Monte Jokic pick and roll, we're bending the defense in uncomfortable ways, and it works to perfection. It makes me think that as good as Monte is and as, as steady as he is, what happens when you put a third guy like that on the court, a Jamal Murray, where you can't help off of him, to me, it's just so promising. You can see offensively how the pieces all come together. And it's, it, I mean, to me, that's what watching these last two games have been. You watch it and you go, wow, Denver has another oh shit guy. A, where the defense has to <laughs> right. look over and go, oh shit, we have to get on him. And we, I love oh shit guys. Staggered this tonight, right? So that one of MPJ or Yoke was on the floor at the same time. And yeah, I think you you're, you're throwing Murray into that mix. And you're, look, you're going to have less of these lulls where it's like, ah, can Jeremy Grant and Monte Morris give us something? I mean, that's, that's not really what you're looking for in the postseason, and I don't think that's what they'll need in the postseason, assuming Jamal Murray, Will Barton are ready to go. Gary Harris, of course, as well. Yeah, but that's the thing is, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, Will Barton and Gary Harrison, like, oh, they're, you know, a letdown in this way or this way. Tonight you saw, and a lot of times, especially against mediocre teams, two guys is enough. You have your two main guys, and then everybody else fills in. You add a third one. Will Barton doesn't need to score 20 points. He can, yep. and some nights he will, but he doesn't need to. Now you have these other guys that are bending the court in so many different ways, and you can, to your point, Brendan, you're always going to have one of Murray, MPJ, or Jokic on the court. Oftentimes you're going to have two, and some of the times you're going to have three, and that's just going forward. I, I really do believe this. Denver was missing the third dynamic player, and sure. to me, it, it was clear in January and early February that, that Michael Porter was that guy, but watching him now do it on this stage and to the level that he's doing it now that he's given minutes, there's no question in my mind if he stays healthy, he is Denver's third piece. He might actually be their first or second piece, but I'm just saying he's the third member in that tier where you say, okay, it works. So, uh, um, yeah, I think Guy's pulling this up now. Michael Porter Jr., first NBA rookie ever, 30 Unreal. points, 15 rebounds. <laughs> By the way, this comes after the game where we put up 37 Wait, on 16 shots. The first shots, NBA so. rookie ever, not just this season? <laughs> That's what Harrison Wind is telling well, us. I mean, 30, it's, it's a very unique skill set, right? Because 30 points on in five three-pointers, you think, okay, a shooter, but 15 rebounds. Now you're talking about, oh, okay, this is a big man. Well, no, it's not quite a big man because he's got the three-point. He's a... 
he's really just a tall wing, a super tall, exactly. super athletic wing. Wow. And his skill set, his athleticism is specifically designed for him to get those types of rebounds because he's so quick, he's so long, his reach is so high. He just beats everybody to the boards, man. I mean, uh, his rebounding is such a pleasant surprise. He is an elite rebounder. And a little, little, and right, obviously still in his rookie season and all that and all the injury concerns, but no, nothing about his game seems soft right now. I mean, no, getting huh. your, sticking your nose into the boards the way he has, um, yeah, he can get muscled off the ball, but... I mean, he like I don't know. He's he's getting in there. He's playing rough and tough. And I, the fourth quarter, there were a couple of moments, to your point, Adam, where I think Derek White was stuck on MPJ. Yoke had the ball in the low post, and White was helping off of him. And I just couldn't oh, believe yeah. it. And I, I mean, I know right. you have to have to you have to send help to Yoke, but this is the best passing big man in the game with what looks to be like Kevin Durant or whatever on the wing. Like, what do you do? And and so if Jamal Murray is out there, you're seeing more and more of those scenarios. And then you get to, all right, are they predictable? Well, maybe, but they're they're still a nightmare to guard. I mean, what do you do yeah. about that? But Yo, this it's is crazy too. I like. Oh, go ahead, Eric. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's crazy too. If he gets the ball in around the basket, it's, it goes in every time. Like it's not yeah. like Jeremy Grant, Paul Millsap, all the uh, Tory Craig, know, where you're just Tory Craig. These guys, where you, yeah, they go up and you're like, okay, like there's a good chance maybe they'll get blocked or something. Like if he rebounds the ball or if uh, Jokic hits him on a back cut, like right by the basket, it's good. It's money every time. He'll slam it or, or put it in. Yeah. Like, it, uh, it's, just, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. And he oh had my that God. smooth one at the end of the game, kind of really just the sealer, where he drives up. Looks like he was going to tomahawk dunk it on somebody, and he just kind of like glide. He does this where he jumps higher and also hangs longer in the air than everybody. Yep. So there's a lot of guys that jump to block him, and they're on the ground. They're on the feet by the time he's just finally putting the ball and up. And it's just, I mean, he just glides, uh, glides through the air. I mean, just so exciting watching him play. It's the other thing is, you know, we've enjoyed this Nuggets team now for four and a half years, this run that they're on, and and sort of the way that we've been covering them in our different places. But there there was this element of staleness to the Nuggets, yeah. I think both from a, like, okay, they need a shakeup, but also as a fan watching it, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. it's the same rhythms, it's the same things. Like, we kind of know what a good game looks like, a bad game, and you just get the mix. Watching Michael Porter, good or bad, watching him is just like this whole new element of what's going to happen next. And to me, that's been the most enjoyable part of these last two games has been on a play-by-play basis, you're kind of like unwrapping a new present. At least that's how I feel. Couldn't agree more. And it's particularly awesome because for the most part, the dialogue around that was, how do they get that externally? How do they get that jolt? What's the trade they make? Can they find a signing? And I mean, how perfect, especially for the We Don't Skip Steps team that Perhaps the answer, and I'm going to say definitely now, the answer was sitting on their bench um, and yeah. fell to them at 14. It's yeah, did we, that is we as somehow, exciting as it gets. We somehow skipped steps by not skipping them. Like you're not supposed <laughs> to just get a superstar that falling into your lap through the draft that you didn't earn without having to tank. You didn't have to Look, trust any processes. They like, weren't going to get a guy of this caliber unless they traded away someone of like what Murray's caliber. It just yeah. wasn't going to happen, and they weren't going to sign that guy. So. Yeah. Um, to, to, right, for it to happen in the draft, for it to happen the way it did. And then, look, over the last three years, every time the Nuggets have dealt with an untimely injury, we've learned something new about the team in a pleasantly surprising fashion. That's a great Guys point. Have stepped I love up. this point. What could be – none of them top what's happened this time, which, oh, none of our guys, well, what did we learn about ourselves this time? Forget yeah. two years from now. Forget three years from now. Let's believe in ourselves right now. We're good. Let's go, baby. And that's that's such a winning mantra. You know, the whole of there's no failures, there's just lessons, right? And that's kind of where Denver has been 
throughout this process, it, it's kind of corny to say, but the next man up mentality, but there really is this, okay, Denver's lost a bunch of important production, and if they get to the playoffs, it'd be a disaster if they don't have all those guys. I think it would be a disaster. Playoffs oh, are different. Totally. But this opportunity has allowed us to see Bowl Bowl. It's allowed Michael Porter to, right. I think, definitively break in. We're going to talk about this later, but definitively break into the rotation. But I think he's even, talk about skipping steps. I think he skipped the step of, is he in the rotation? I think he's no. now at the That's step what I mean. of like... That's what I mean. They did like, skip no, the steps He's one of the three guys. He's one of the three guys. Yeah, he That's went from being I, like bench to starter, and now he's somehow goes from bench to starter to our second best player. Look, at, uh, leave this question up, guy, because I love this question. one. In hindsight, did Michael did Malone handle this year with MPJ well? Yes, he no did. skipping steps. I look at Eric wants to take a victory lap. Go, go for it, Eric. Here, here you go. Hold on, I'm gonna. I've got a little bit left in this victory shot. <laughs> Look at this. I'm gonna lick the bottom of that, that <laughs> dude. Absolutely, and it's funny because I don't feel like the Nuggets as a team have taken a step forward. Like the 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 team, the way that they play as a team has not really progressed uh, from last year. Like we saw years ago, where the ball was popping, it was very team-oriented basketball. They learned to play as a unit, but. Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. specifically have taken major steps forward and it has propelled the team forward. So, um, you know, it's like not exactly the the script that was laid out, but, you know, at a certain point, like that's NBA basketball, right? You just need to have one guy, two guy, three guys step up and and just be the man. And I think it's a great point what you said about like sometimes you don't see the fruits of labor in real time, like, okay, every day you work a little harder and you get resulted equal to what it is. Some of this MPJ stuff I really do think was, like, there was a foundation in place. And shouldn't all the team get healthy and he stays here, which I'm pretty certain of, but not 100%, but pretty certain of. Should that happen, you would say, boom, it would be like a windfall. All of those fruits become, uh, you know, (laughs) they manifest themselves immediately. Sorry for laughing. The comments are killing me. You guys are killing me. (laughs) The comments are always on fire. Always on fire. At the start of the year, I liked what Malone was doing with MPJ. Now, I think there's always a threshold. There's always a limit. And part of the eventual frustration was, look, we get the idea about maximizing what this kid can be long term. But... Hey, maybe there's no need to throw this season away too, and and so forget oh, just 100%. Again, season two or three. But what's the key to maybe making a bigger splash this season? Well, it was always him. So at a certain point, they had to get him going and had to build that confidence. But, but you know, but, I don't think we need to put the expectation of okay, are they going to win a championship this year? I mean, you know, whatever. It's no, 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 that's not the expectation happened, though. Not the expectation, but let's just think about it this way. He adds this new element that you can already feel. If he's playing at this level. In last year's playoffs, I just think there's no question they they're in the the Western Conference Finals. I mean, it's and that's exactly were, what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to they, keep organizational momentum, to guarantee that you're not going to hit another early out here, I think he was always the best answer. Um, yeah. Now that said, Malone does deserve a lot of credit, I think, for a, a certain element, and that's like. MPJ, when he was in AAU, like, if you were the coach, would you coach MPJ or would you just give him the ball? I think that's what I mean. This has been the best player in the best, like, the best player of his draft class, or so he was projected to be, for most of his career. So, I mean, this is Malone's one shot to really coach this kid, I think, and to instill some winning habits beyond you're really good at shooting. I think it took too (laughs) long, but I think he gets some credit, and so does MPJ for an apparent focus here on the things that make him better which is rebounding and the things that keep him on the court which is playing defense 
Yeah. Um, we lost in all of this, and, and vote. You can maybe pull up ads. We'll, we'll do a break, and hopefully, Wind will be back. But lost in all of this, this was a really strong performance from Jokic as well. And it's funny, he finishes with 25 points, 11 rebounds, uh, 11 assists, only four rebounds. But Denver was rebounding the ball so well. But what I liked about this game, and, and it was true also of last game, is Jokic really played quarterback for three quarters of this game, and then in the fourth mm -hmm. quarter, he takes over. He he just kind of knows. He, to win, I don't. You don't have to be, always be dominant in in just your scoring. Kind of get things going, test out the defense, get guys comfortable. But he he's for the second game in a row known when it was time to step up, and he stepped up, and he was fantastic. He was fantastic all game. But I thought really down the stretch of this one, it was another one where it's funny. There was a uh, a cut to the bench with like six and a half minutes to go, and he's out of the game. And he's sitting on the bench, kind of like chewing gum or something. And I just looked at him, and I, I like looked in his eyes, and I was like, "Oh, the Nuggets are winning, cool." Because he just had this look of like, "I've set the table, now I'm gonna go destroy." And it's exactly what he did. I mean, I think Jokic's dream is to not have to bust his ass for the Nuggets to win a basketball game, and for him to look up and realize, "All right, we I've got someone else out here with me, keeping us in this for three quarters, and I can put my foot on the pedal when I'd like to, when I feel like it." That's ideal. And, like, yeah. again, that, that, that sounds like I'm knocking him. His, his performance is incredible. His stat line was incredible. But it was also that he really did not have to overexert himself. It was not a question of how many shots is he taking. Jokic got to play the way he wants to play. And he's always going to play well if it's a close game in crunch time. Always. And you look at it, Michael Porter tonight, 58% from the field. Jokic, 59%. Those are your guys. Those are the main guys. And they're, they're putting up not just points but efficient points. And it's just... It's so incredible to see. Let me ask you this real quick. Um, mm. Better sort of two-man combination right now, Murray-Jokic or Jokic-MPJ? <laughs> um, I'll say, it's actually I'll say, a question, I think. I think it's legit. No, I, I know, man. I'm gonna, I, I feel like I'll get skewered. I, I'll say Murray and Jokic for now because we've seen it in the postseason, in, in spurts. Um, but I think if you're just talking about what's harder for a defense to game plan for, what is the sort of you know, break the dam kind of dynamic of you may know this is coming, but what can you do about it? And and to me, Jokic and MPJ, like their ceiling together is closer to that. And I think already there's you're starting to see some chemistry. You're seeing Jokic to, to or MPJ to Jokic passes, which I, I really love. I just to me their chemistry is rapidly growing, and and we're watching it in real time, and that's it's just such a joy. Let's take a break. We're gonna have Harrison Wind here on the other side of this break. We're he's gonna share with us what he heard in the post game commentary, but we're also later in the show we're gonna have a stonk report, updated stonk oh. report. Whose stonk report is rising? Whose is falling? I can't wait for that. Uh, well, one company I know of whose stunk is just always rising. It's kind of incredible. It's Breck Brew. Um, I love so everything they do. Agree. Had my first sip of Mango Mosaic, the bar the other day. It's pretty good, huh? Yeah, I would it's strongly recommend. It's in my recommend. top five. It's in my but top I want to talk a little bit about that Mile High City can and that, on, that copper lager. Quick. You can grab it in oh, a 15-pack wow. right now. Um, if you don't know where you're trying to get your Breck Brew, you can get it from them, but you can also punch into your Breck Beer locator. Just Google that. It'll pop right up. It'll tell you the nearest beer, where you can get it, um, how far it is, within how many. You can set the miles. Whether it's, So it's the perfect tool. No excuse to not find Breck if you're looking for it. And we strongly recommend checking out that Mile High City Copper Lager 15 pack. We also have to talk to you guys about MSU Denver Online, um, one of the most convenient ways to get your education. Convenience is of the utmost important in these times that we're in. Um, <laughs> it's not a lazy experience. It's not a, 
a point A to point B experience. Your teachers are invested, uh, they are available. You can ask Harrison Wind about that. He has some firsthand experience. Um, don't choose, don't choose between your life and your education. Do both, do both from the comfort and safety of your home. Check out MSU Denver online. I like it. That's um, it, man, I went quick. Yeah, you did go quick. I love it. I love when you did that like that. Um, maybe we, could, we have to fire Harrison Wind. No, I'm just kidding. Is Har Harrison, are you ready to come in or are you still waiting? He's ready. All right, let's bring him in. I don't know where Guy went. Eric, are you ready to come in? We lost our producer, so I don't, I don't know what happened here. Yeah, yeah. You can, you, can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. We got so fantastic now. You sound I, incredible. The, what, do, I, makes me... look, do I look or sound better? Uh, we definitely sound, sound better. Sound yeah, better. Definitely right. sound I'll take better. that. <laughs> um, so, Harrison, obviously we're here doing a hype cast uh, post game, but what can you tell <laughs> us? I mean, was it a hype cast in the uh, post game media availability? Yeah, to a degree. It was a hype cast in the Spurs post-game availability. Did you guys see that quote I sent your way about Popovich? Yeah, I did. We awesome. did talk about that. That's incredible. Oh, my God. I love so, it. So, you know why I love it? Because it it legitimizes us. It, like, brings us mainstream, you know? Yeah. We need this, baby. For sure, for sure. I mean, look, Michael Malone, he's never one to get too excited off of individual performances. Um, but... Like a keyword for him with everybody. This has been his keyword for Jamal Murray over the past two years, consistency. So obviously that's been the theme with Michael Porter Jr. Like he has this 37 point game two nights ago. What is he going to do? How is he going to follow it up tonight? And I mean, to follow it up with 30 points and 15 rebounds, uh, I'd say that's consistent. And <laughs> also what Malone was sure to point out, uh, his rebounding as well. 15 rebounds for Porter tonight. He had a couple rebounds that were unreal, I thought, wow. just like reaching Sky. over around his defender. Uh, so that was definitely something that was touched on. Porter said that he credits his dad for uh, telling him he can get four to six easy buckets or points per game oh, on God. the glass if he just so crashed great. the glass. And, yeah. I mean, that's 100% true. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, everybody's spirits are high for sure. Why shouldn't they be? <laughs> How is Jokic, though? Because I feel like Jokic has been a little bit, for Jokic, more sort of business-like in some of these media availabilities. Yeah, he was definitely business-like. And um, it, it was funny. I asked him about just shooting in the bubble <laughs> because Jokic hit uh, three three-pointers tonight, right? Three of five for yeah. three. Oh, yeah. Three in a row. And yeah. uh, I don't know Huge. if you guys saw, but there was a Wall Street Journal article that said guys are actually shooting better in the bubble than yeah. they did during the season. And I'm not surprised. I mean, it's pretty much like a practice environment, a pickup environment. So not too surprising. But I was like, to uh, Jokic, have you found it easier to shoot in the bubble? And this was a very interesting quote, I thought. He said, uh, my biggest enemy is me. It's not the fans. Man. It's not the arena. My I biggest enemy is me. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like Go I – He's like saying the exact thing I would want him to say in this. Because yeah. it's true. We know this about Jokic. Wow, what yeah. a quote. So that was a great quote, but I think it's 100% legit. We've talked about this. You've talked about this. When he's locked in and focused, it seems like he's a much better three-point shooter. So we'll see about the, that. The older I get, and, and I actually think, it, weirdly, I don't want to bring this down, but Kobe's passing this year has really made me sort of like rethink about and, and, and reanalyze the whole Mamba mentality thing. And there's still things I agree and disagree with. But one thing I love about Kobe is that exact thing. And, and the older I get, the more I realize this, there's this truth to it that – no matter what arena you're playing with or and whatever you're doing, it really is you against yourself. Just mm -hmm. like the human mind is capable of so many things. Like you, it's funny because these are all cliches you learn in third grade and they sound so dumb because you take them maybe a little too right, literal, right. but this like you can do anything you set your mind to or whatever, yep. but really mastery over mind 
uh, to me, it's just the most underrated aspect of life. So it, it sounds like it, maybe I wasn't there. I didn't get to read the tea leaves as much as you did. But it sounds like Jokic is also sort of coming to these realizations and that it's just part of growing into a superstar. That's yeah, uh, yeah. An- another kind of thing along those lines that uh, Nicola said, I asked him for a young player like MPJ, uh, Michael Mullen talks about consistency all the time. What's the key to that consistency? And Jokic said it's all about routine, like mm. developing a steady and consistent routine. You know, not necessarily what you do on the court, but just preparation, knowing how to take care of your body knowing how to have the proper mindset when you go into games. He said that is the key to being consistent. So I thought that was interesting also. That is a funny thing, Adam, you're talking about, like just getting older in general, like every cliche you've heard throughout your life, suddenly one day, will, <laughs> it would just like, it's true. Like, oh, wow. Like that's what they were talking about. I can't believe I didn't actually have that sink in. And what you're talking about, Harrison, like the idea that, um, you know, when you're young, you just, things just happen and you don't really attribute it to anything other than just that that's the way life is. But like the wisdom you gain from the more experience uh, here on earth, like, yes, like getting a routine, eating right, uh, not drinking, I don't know, like two liters of Coca-Cola, things like that. (laughs) We set the bar so low for Jokic early on, didn't we? Like, guys, he's not drinking liters of cola. (laughs) I don't know, um, Guy, if you have this up. So this is incredible. Oh, uh, MPJ is special ready right now. Stop playing with him. Can't be wow. on a leash with that type of ability. It's time. Guys, I went on that road trip back in December to the East Coast. Um, it was yeah. a Philadelphia game, and I, I asked Barton about this, and he said it's time. He said he's ready. He advocated for MPJ's playing time. Um, I went back to make sure I could clarify with him if I got his quote right. He was like, he insisted. No, no, no. I want this kid to play. He oh, is man. ready. He, he's felt this way all season. Um, and these Nuggets guys know. They watch him play in practice. They play pickup with him um, in this, I'm sh- throughout the season and maybe even the hiatus. So these guys oh, know quote, what man. he's made of. Ooh, that quote gives me chills. If you've watched Ooh. him play, man, if you've watched him play, then you know. And I really think it's that simple. Is he advocating that he starts over? Barton, I mean, look, look, I mean, who knows, who knows, but here's the thing about Barton is he's a real one, man. I know like uh, there's certain, I, I have theories about some of the different reasons the fan base hasn't fully sort of connected with Will Barton the way that we have. And I think in part, because we, we get, to, we know him a little <laughs> bit more intimately, like we, you know, we talked to him, but none of this stuff surprises me with Will. Like he's just mm-hmm. a real one. If you beat him out of a spot, he's going to say it. And I don't know that that's what he's saying. He might think he should be started at the two or whatever, but he's yeah. just not afraid to talk about how special the talent Michael Porter Jr. is. And um, it's, it's funny when I did the Will Barton doc, Ask score again, huh? All right. Apparently, <laughs> not all the background noise. Who, who laid down the Nuggets Avs Rockies parlay today? Denver, Denver Sports is, is popping right now, guys. Denver Sports, this is like an incredible Denver Sports moment. I'm having I mean, so much fun. Was um, it the last guy Barton was this vocal about, like Jokic? I mean, let's. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right? So, I, I mean, for real. But he's so, trying to tell you something, you know? And also, it's funny because I remember Tim Conley saying that he thinks of all the people on the roster, Will Barton would be the best, like a great GM. He's like, he'll make a great GM someday because he's such an eye for talent and he's the guy that watches basketball 24-7. I kind of mm. agree. <laughs> like, Will Barton has mostly good takes. He's a giant Kobe. Like, he thinks Kobe's better than, him, uh, than MJ, but whatever. Um, outside of that take, I, I, think, I think he's great. Um, well, one, more thing from the, uh, oh, one more thing from the post-game uh, Zoom. Uh, th- this was an all-time Michael Malone moment. 
But uh, I, I actually asked him about MPJ's rebounding, and so he gave me his uh, the rebounding kind of answer. And then he uh, went off into this little tangent, and he said, uh, I, I was thinking about Michael Porter uh, the other day, and I'm wondering how the heck this guy didn't make the Rising Stars game. <laughs> and then he goes, are you kidding me? And just walks off the Zoom. That's funny. An all-time Michael Malone, and I mean, probably the biggest reason why he didn't make the Rising Stars game was because he didn't get a lot of minutes. I mean, (laughs) it's like yeah, searching for the guy who's responsible for this. Until I find him, he he did not make the Rising Stars game. (laughs) Oh, there were some scrubs in there too. Uh, You know what? Well, you want to know what's funny though is that there might be a little payback because I told people this. I might have been like a little, you know sauced or something earlier this is like january or something i'm really feeling myself here this is a hot box and hot takes moment but i said some of the effect of there's a chance mpj's the best player for his draft class remember he was drafted with luka Doncic, and he might be the best player from his rookie class remember he shares that with zion williamson and i know that's like the craziest take and it's still a little crazy but i mean we see it. we've been watching him i think he's a couple days away from going mainstream because this is just too loud you can't you can't keep these secrets anymore who else, guys? Who else tonight should we talk about? I thought Monte Morris has continued to sort of get better and better with each game. He was 8 of 13 tonight, 19 points, 4 assists. Guess how many turnovers he had, Brendan? Uh, zero. Zero turnovers for Monte right. Morris, second wait, wait, game wait, in wait. a row. Is this the Stonks Report segment we're doing right now? No, no, no. We're, <laughs> okay. gonna, we're, we're talking specifically about this this game right now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, Monte, Monte was the man. Uh, Grant like started off really slow. He picked it up in the end. Um, Jeremy Grant had 22 points tonight. Yeah, and then nobody else uh, is worth 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 talking. Composure had had a few moments and a few uh, shining moments in the sun. He did. Yeah. Yeah. PJ Judger, I thought looked a lot better from last game for sure. Yeah. The only uh, two negatives in the uh, on the plus minus tonight, Monte Morris was a negative one. He did play 35 minutes. uh, He played a lot. Uh, Torrey Craig also a minus. He was he was the one guy that there was especially in the first half. There were some plays that were a little frustrating to watch. A little. uh, uh, a little there, but yeah, Monte really looking looking strong in PJ, and I'm telling you guys, I'm curious to see. You talked earlier about Derek White and sagging off of Michael Porter to double the post. Well, number one, if you do that, Denver can punish you either by MPJ kicking out or just creating a chain reaction, him cutting whatever. But number two, I won. I think that's the last time. I don't know that we're gonna see teams doubling off of Michael Porter tomorrow and, and going forward. I, it's one of those things where it's like, he's young, let's see what he's got. I think I think other teams know what he's got now, and they're not going to do that. I yeah. agree, and if they Great. do, then <laughs> if they do, then they just weren't watching these games. <laughs> you know, yeah. if they do, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, for sure. I mean, gosh, guys, this is it, it's funny that they have a turnaround. If there's one sort of concern, they play Portland tomorrow. Oh, Portland, boy. I hate to say oh. this, guys. I think Portland's going to get in. I, 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 Memphis I has just had more. some bad luck. They're 0-3. New Orleans is really disappointed and let them drop the ball. I think Portland's getting in. Because I wanted this game tomorrow to be Denver's opportunity to knock them out of, of contention. But it doesn't look like that'll be an opportunity. Do we really care if Portland gets in, guys? They're going to get smacked yeah. by the Lakers either way. We so, want. I mean, I, well, that's true. I just want their um, – summer to start earlier than you know i wanted to start at the first part of august i just want to wish them to have a nice summer is that too much actually i'll amend that i do think they could take a couple games off the lakers i'll amend that 
think they could get a couple. Did you yeah. see Charles Barkley predicted that they would not only make the playoffs, but would beat the Lakers in the first could round? I, if we are talking practically, I want bad things for the Portland Trailblazers at all times. Like, I just I enjoy <laughs> them being miserable, and so I'd like to see it. But if I'm thinking with my head here, the Lakers having to go up against a Memphis team that's, like, terrible and that's the easiest cakewalk, you know, I don't want that. So if they have to go in there and Nurkic is bullying Anthony Davis around the way he does, I mean, let's be honest, Nurkic is physical. Give him a mm-hmm. physical series. Even if they win in five, four, five, six, whatever, seven, make it hard, make it physical because one thing about this bubble, and if you're a LeBron James fan, one thing about this bubble, the games even in the playoffs are every other day. So it's always hard the deeper you go into the playoffs because you just get more and more tired. But the fact that these are going to be competitive games spaced out by 48 hours, yeah, let's give the Lakers a little bit of a hard time with with them in there. But nonetheless, 36 minutes tonight from Nikola Jokic, 35 minutes from Monte Morris. Um, what do we get from uh, Michael Porter? No, 36 from Michael Porter, actually. He's the one that led. Are you concerned at all that he has never played these types of minutes, let alone played them three times in four four nights? I mean, I wasn't until you just said it just now. Um, <laughs> perhaps a little. Perhaps a little, yeah. I mean, when was the last time Porter played 44 minutes and then two days later played 36? It wasn't last year. It wasn't at Missouri. Like yeah, his right. senior year of high school. Yeah, you're right so about it's, that. it's been a while. But His he looks different. strong and he looks young. Like he, he's not being, you know, if you if you had no idea his history, like you would never peg him as uh, the injury prone player on the floor. Uh, he looks like I, I don't know. He's a vulnerable lander. I know this is like a really he, there there were water. he did hit the floor tonight, definitely way more than he did in like the scrimmage or the first two games. Yeah, yeah for sure. Sometimes he gets hit a little harder. Or he falls from a dunk and he. And he Kind of wilts or buckles a little bit, and I hold yeah, my breath. No, but, but hey, I, he's, he's healthy. I mean, but I, if he's you fine. didn't know, but if you didn't know, I don't know. Like something about, uh, like I have stopped worrying. Like when Michael Porter Jr. first was getting into games, I was mm-hmm. every time he got bumped, every time sure. like, anyone came near his back, I was just like, oh my god, like this is, it's all gonna be snatched away from us. But I don't know, man. He looks strong. Like whatever, yeah. whatever was ailing him. Like I don't know. It feels like, um, feels like the magic of modern medicine is going to work in the nuggets favor for once so let's go um should we take another break on the other side do we have the ads pulled up harrison yeah we can go to break okay let's go to a quick break because when we pull up on the other side let's um uh let's do a stonks report we're three games in we can kind of analyze the players who's going up who's going down this should be fun Yeah, uh, we've got this at the bar, guys, right next to all the other Breck Brew Taps. But you can get Strava Craft Coffee uh, at the That's DNVR so bar. This at the bar. Cold DNVR brew. bar is like honestly like yeah. the coolest, the coolest <laughs> freaking place on earth. Yeah, you can get the cold brew right on tap uh, at the bar. You can also get it for twenty percent off when you use the code DNVR twenty online at StravaCraftCoffee.com. It's packed with CBD. It can help cure back pain, arthritis. Uh, migraines, whatever's ailing you these days. So get it for 20% off with the code DNVR20 online at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Also, guys, uh, this weekend, golf's first major of the year is here uh, up in San Francisco. There's no better way to join the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And to celebrate golf's first major of the year, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering special odds and promotions all weekend long, and all new users get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Quick pivot from uh, the golf on DraftKings. There was an absolute sure thing on the Michael Porter Jr. point total over-under today. I hope you guys all hit on that because, I mean, if he's playing 20-plus minutes, what do you think uh, it's gonna that be was for a tomorrow? sure thing. 20, what do you think it's huh? – 20.1. It'll so be 20.5. So 15 and a half today – 
I see it might be lower tomorrow just because of the back-to-back, -back, but I'll, I'll say this. By so tomorrow's what Thursday? T by Saturday's game, I'll bet you his, I'll bet you it's a, it's at like 18 and a half, 19 and a half. I mean, yeah. there's just no way they're gonna have him at 15, 15 and a half. He falls out of bed and has 15 and a half right. points. If, if, if he's on the floor for 20, yeah. If it's on the floor for 20 <laughs> minutes, he's you know going over 15. But I don't know. Tomorrow's a little tricky on the back-to-back. -back, maybe they'll limit his minutes a little bit. Who knows? Look at uh, Brendan. Yeah. Look at Brendan. He hits well, one Harrison day. asked if anyone hit the over. And he I hit one day. Look at him. One heater. He's one in a row. Look at it. Dude, I just, also, I just also paid. The... MPJ paid for my dog's vet's appointment next week. That's all That's I'm so feeling. That's I think, really you have, like, I think I legally you have to change right your dog's name from Maisie May to MPJ. <laughs> Might be right. Maybe. Um, I was actually going to say tomorrow, Eric's going to be playing golf on the Big li Big Drive <laughs> live show. So follow DNVR Sports yeah. on Twitter if you don't already. Yeah. You probably already do. But if you don't. Eric's going to be uh, embarrassing himself in front of everyone. No, 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 no. That's not true. I'll be embarrassing all of you. Uh, oh, I can't wait. It's going to be me versus Rudo. Me and I think either Mitchell or Spencer versus Rudo with whichever one is not. The other ones, me. yeah. Um, it's going to be, you know, we'll take best ball. So there'll be a lot of me hitting the ball and then us not taking our shot. Uh, that shot. <laughs> taking the shot. Yeah. And then just me cracking wise in the golf course. It's going to be incredible. Me, me and RK are going to be emceeing it. So you can believe we're going to be oh, roasting you? I didn't Eric even the know entire that. time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah but anyways, uh, guys, make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR uh, when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Uh, that's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a new user sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter DNVR when you sign up. Must be 21 or older. Colorado-only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Bucks. But the deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. So before we move on to the Stonks report, we have to we have to ask about the king of the game, the DraftKings king of the mm -hmm. game. And once again, controversial. <laughs> once again, I love, I love when there's a controversy with the good old Nuggets. This is the thing. We did this with Game Ball. Oh, look at that graphic. The, 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 yeah, and Eric's not on there. They're very nice. It's a perfect graphic. No, um, the king of the game, we did this with Game Ball where Jokic is graded on a different plane. Like if we just did this in a vacuum, you know, Jokic would probably have like 80% of all Game Balls. But um, with that with that context said, vote. where are you going with the king of the game? I'm going to go Jokic this time. Um, I thought those three threes. Mm. In the th I thought Yoke had both the total effort and also the sort of swing moment in the third. And that um, MPJ, I didn't mind anything he did. I I liked that when he was with the second unit, he just jacked up shots because I honestly think that's just a high percentage look. It's like I, I need a follow up comment to this. What, what did, <laughs> I, I, what I, did I didn't we, think he would look like Larry there? Walker if he never made it into the Hall of Fame. But here we are. That yeah, definitely feels like an insult. No, let's talk about those three threes, though, because I, I meant to talk about this earlier. To me, if you just look at some of the individual things that were so encouraging, that's one of them. I wrote about this before the season. We were doing our season preview, our bubble preview. I said, Jokic knocking down three-pointers is a sneaky key to Denver's offense. And I don't think it's a coincidence that after he knocked those down, Denver started to roll. Getting the defense worried about him and his three-point shot is important. And he didn't just knock down those three. He called for it. He, like, he he called his own number three times in a row and was just like, I'm just pulling and I'm just jacking. And all three went in. Is that, Harrison, in your opinion, when you saw that, is that okay, his shot's there? Like, sometimes you just need to hit a few to kind of get the monkey off your back. 
Uh, I'm not going to say it's completely there yet. I'm it's not. So um, Why did I go to Harrison yeah. for a pragmatic take? Eric, <laughs> is, it, uh, is the monkey off his back? And now I don't know. Gonna... I'm distracted. Everyone's talking about uh, their perception of what I was going to look like. This is what I actually look like. Um, I thank... <laughs> um, for me, uh, the... the, the King of the game. I'm sorry, I didn't even hear the the intro part of this. But King of the game was absolutely Jokic. He put the team on his back. That was the absolute turning point of this game. The, the Nuggets were dead in the water. I was uh, poisoning the timeline as I'm apt to do when things are going poorly. <laughs> and then he hits three threes in a row, and yep. suddenly, the, not only did the Nuggets have life, the Nuggets become dominant. And it, it's it not only uh, revives. Jokic, but every single player all of a sudden gets the juice and like then it all we go from it being a i don't know like it, it just felt like it was going to be an absolute devastating loss to a dominating win like it just yeah. it, it wasn't even in question at the end yeah what about you harrison yeah i'll go Jokic. he had 13 in the third i think uh kind of when the game was hanging in the balance and you know when denver didn't quite have that first half juice uh, yeah. So I will, I will go Jokic, but I do agree with you. Him hitting threes is a huge storyline because it's the only weak part of his offensive game. The yeah. only thing he doesn't bring on the offensive end consistently. And weak is doing a lot of work there because it's just that it's not up to snuff to everything else. But when it yeah. is, if he is, if he was a forty percent three point shooter, I mean, oh my god. <laughs> well, and what's the best like real sample size we have of him as a good three point shooter? The playoffs when it mattered most. So that's why to me those threes were particularly encouraging. I was like this close to being out on Yoke's three-point shot, you know? I mean, I had lost so all confidence. Um, then it's three in a row, and it's like, man, he just needs to see himself do it, you know, rhythm and confidence. And I do think maybe not 40-plus, but across 14 games, it's going to be 37-ish, more than 32, I think, maybe 38. Man, it really feels like Jokic just – it's like the first three quarters are Jokic just begging the rest of the team to come into play. He just, like, hangs back, and then, like, in the th third quarter, he's like – all right, F it. Let's go. I'm like, fine. I, I, I'll do this. Let's go. No, oh, yeah. A uh, cutie yeah. pie. A cutie pie. <laughs> wow. Wow, that is way too, uh, way too intense for this pod. No, I'm with you, Eric. I think he does that because he likes to feel out the game, but I also think he recognizes the importance of getting his teammates going. I yeah. really do. I, I really think he looks at it and says, man, if yeah. I can get Michael Porter some easy looks early on, if I can get Jamal going, that's going to help me out. And, and like – I can just, you know, I can really turn it on if, if we need it in the second half. It's, like, it's I, unbelievable. Other, he, he can do that in, NBA, in the NBA. He can just, like, decide to sort of coast. He can sort of decide when he's needed most, turn it on, turn it off. Like, it's – Jokic is remarkable. He's, like, the most incredible basketball Can we go to the highlight? Do you guys – do you have the Jokic highlights queued up? Can we relive some of the magic? Yes, sir. Let's do LeBron, it. Let's relive some LeBron of the magic. Uh, that too. You know, Eric, this, oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Way. From House of Highlights. It doesn't always work yeah, sometimes true. when we do it this true. way. Let's see if it does. Um, I'll just look at this beautiful Serbian man. Jakob Pertl is a, a good defender, oh. too. Oh, We're man. These are like MPJ American, highlights. So that was MPJ's yep. first one of the game, yeah. You. It is true, man. When he hits like the first like one or two, you're like, okay, we're in this. All oh, right, look at that. Oh yeah. Oh, on. those it ones. On. It's when he's on the far corner. It looks like he's not open, and then he he pulls up just higher than everybody. Oh god, look at the the first the first four minutes of this game were like pure adrenaline. It's so pure. Shot right into my soul. 
Vote, so you got loose dude. That. These are your, these are, I figured you'd be going crazy for these. Well, I was going to. I didn't want to interrupt you guys. I just want to let you know that if MPJ had hit that first layup, I would have won big, 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 and I would, in fact, have been shirtless on this game. <laughs> but yeah, it took it took 20 real-life minutes. Look at that rebound. Look at that rebound. Oh, he just could have tired. I'm telling hey, you. He's, he's getting that. Most, most guys are tapping that out. He's going up and grabbing that with two hands. 10 points. Oh, yeah. Look at that one, oh, too. On, uh, oh. 10 oh points on God. three shots in three minutes to open the game. That's on pace for 140 points, if anyone was Oh, wow. Well, that's a, that's a great pace. I'm hopefully going to keep that up. <laughs> I love these passes. Look at this. I'm telling you, Harrison, I asked this uh, vote earlier. The two better two-man game, Murray and Jokic, MPJ and Jokic. <laughs> well, that's tough because Murray and Jokic is so potent, but... I mean, I think MPJ and Jokic has a higher offensive ceiling probably, right? Yeah. What, what, do yeah. think, what do you think uh, Murray is thinking as he watches these games unfold? Is he feeling, like, excited to get back in action, or is he feeling, like, jealous, like like maybe the team is passing him by? Oh, no, come on, man. There's no way. He's got to no. be uh, He's got to be excited. He's thinking, I'm going to have so many open shots. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be excited. And, I mean, yes, Porters look great, but, like, this team still – can't get to the Western Conference Finals without Jamal Murray playing Definitely. at a super high level as well. So yeah. I'm glad they Jamal need him. Yeah. Um, we, I do have somebody here waiting in the wings. I don't know if you got headphones on there, Big T. If you have headphones, throw your headphones on. Otherwise, it'll, it'll give you an echo. But uh, I got my buddy who I'm, I'm going to bring on here. Big T, what's oh, happening? Oh, oh. I like that you put on, Big boy. T. There's not an echo, is there? No, no, you sound great. Big Big T is the COO of Run Pure Sports, brand new startup. Um, is that a Peloton in the background? my boy Mares there. Yeah, right. Follow each other there, yeah. Hey, Big T, do you remember when uh, you and I recorded a podcast? Yeah, of course I remember. What do you mean? Down, down in the basement? Absolutely. I've been talking about it with you guys. Talked about Thanksgiving and whether or not the, the Nicole Jokic would celebrate it while living here. <laughs> I remember it. I remember like that whole podcast. You know, it's funny. I don't remember any of it. So uh, yeah, yeah. Say, no way Adam does. No fucking way. Was it more than a week ago? Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, Tony, I know you're on the hype train. You're driving the hype train for Michael oh. Porter. Are, are we not hyped enough? We think he's the greatest Michael in basketball history. <laughs> I mean, it's just frustrating because we saw glimpses all year and Malone would just like randomly get frustrated. It happened, what, three games ago or two games ago where – he kept like shrugging him off at Malone when he had a few defensive lapses, but yeah, I mean, I'm just glad to see it happen because Malone, even Malone's kind of on the hype train. I, I heard a few of his quotes. He's well, on. I'm, I think I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to, to say that I think Malone believes in Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> full stop. I, I know yeah. it's you know that didn't unfold the way everyone hoped, but um, the way these three bubbles games have gone. Malone has basically said, look, you give me what I'm looking for and I'll give you what you want. And and that's been a beautiful dynamic through three games. And I think Malone is in, man. I think he understands what this kid can do. And, and that's probably why he rides him so hard. I would hope he's in. If, if you're not in by now, I, I don't know what you're waiting for. Well, here's yeah, one thing, exactly. though. So we just saw the Will Barton quote. We got Michael Porter, even Jokic. You know, there's a lot of guys that are kind of starting to come, you know, to his defense. I, I do wonder if this would be the case if Michael Porter was – playing 25 minutes from opening night. Because at the end of the day, does it really matter if the Nuggets are the two seed, the, you know, whatever? Like, I just don't know that those things matter. But the team all seems to be buying into him. And we've seen in years past with player, young players have come in, even when they're talented, there's this, like, resentment from the veterans or for whatever reason. I feel like 
Michael Porter having to to go the long way and really earn this 120%, not just 100%, but 120%, everybody just kind of now is ready for him, including his teammates, it seems to me. Do you see this at all, Tony, or are you just like, dude, play him and you have 10 more wins? No, I mean, I I don't know how they wouldn't be on board right now. Like, even Barton, of course, (laughs) like – I don't know how you could watch the last two games and not yep. think that he could be he could be our best player. I mean, I'm the biggest. I'm, maybe Mara's a bigger Jokic fan than me, but I'm right there with him. But this guy has a higher ceiling than even Jokic. And yeah, I think so too. He makes us legit. Wow. I mean, we have a legit chance. I mean, maybe maybe not this year, but you never know in the bubble, anyways, because right. the game kind of translates translates into the bubble. I, well, yeah, I think when it's we say higher ceiling, I just want to get territory. this out there. It's different ceilings. It's like Jokic is just such an elite all-around engine of the offense. Michael Porter is the sledgehammer that just like pushes that thing through. I mean, Jokic, I think, can be the elite table setter that's just like the number one LeBron James-esque table setter. And I think Michael Porter is the like Kevin Durant-type scorer where it's, the table wasn't set. This possession doesn't matter. He scored anyway. And that's it's just such a perfect combo. I used that example today on our show. We did the NBA show earlier, and I think he reminds me of Kevin Durant in a way. Like, he does plays that no one else can make. Like, some of the rebounds he gets might seem like a basic thing, but he goes up in traffic, gets yeah. it with ease. Like, it's just easy for him. 15 boards, I think, today. He's yeah. just uh, – I mean, so what happens when these guys come back? Like, what's the starting <laughs> lineup going to be? That's a great, great question. That's the million-dollar question, Big T. <laughs> Eric, start us off here. Starting lineup when everybody's healthy. I got to think Nikola Jokic is in the starting lineup. I got to okay. think uh, Jamal Murray is the one. The two – this is where it gets complicated. Probably the two is Barton. And Ooh. then the uh, – or it's Barton or Gary, man. Three, MPJ, or would you put him at the four? Three. Three. So I Three think what the – At the four? So I, I think what the starting lineup should be is Jamal, Gary, Porter, Millsap, and – Nikola Jokic. I think Barton off the bench with the second unit is a better look than Gary off the bench with the second unit. And um, Gary's on-ball defense is going to be nice to have in the starting lineup as well. And I think with Porter shooting, uh, it's not as bad. It's not as big of a detriment if Gary Harris, you know, is only shooting 32, 33%. You know, as it would be if he was in the starting lot next to Will Barton, who's not the type of shooter that Porter is. Let me That's ask my you take. this way, Tony. Forget about starting lineup. What's Denver's death lineup right now? I'm not talking about down the road, but their lineup that maybe you can't play for, you know, 15 minutes, but you play it for three minutes in the third quarter and then you just you go on a 15-0 run. So I, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you guys. First of all, the two, the two, the shooting guards, really the only spot I think that you can really negotiate with because, yeah. I think Gary Harris is washed. He's the one I don't – I just don't like him very much. He's 26. But he's yeah, I mean, he, just isn't, he hasn't been good, though, for like a couple of years now. And I just don't like him. I think the death lineup, if I was going to roll it out, would be Grant in there with him and just go big and just really yeah. have Jokic have the ball, run Jamal off the ball a little bit as a shooter on the side and just go big with athletic guys and, and just run that that kind of team. See, we talked about um, the spacing today when Monte was running that and he had Michael Porter out as a wing and they were afraid to help off. I think with Will Barton, you get, in addition to getting another guy that can knock down an open three-point shot, you also get another guy that can run pick and roll at an elite level. So I just think if you get into a possession where you have a pick and roll with Murray, a pick and roll with Barton, back to a pick and roll with Murray, I just teams aren't going to be able to defend that with that much spacing. So that's why I like Barton out there. But it might be... 
instead of Millsap, you have Grant out there just as another floor spacer. And defensively, you give up some. But again, if we're talking about the the end of the third quarter, you're just trying to like, you know, you're up five. You just want to try to finish up ten. That might be the lineup because they're you're not going to stop that lineup. I don't know if they'll get stops, but you won't. They won't. You won't stop them. I think it's tough because I think Barton helps you maximize that starting unit. But I yeah. also think Harrison brought up a great point, which is to get the best out of a second unit. Right. I don't see what Gary's doing with four other second unit guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean he he yeah. doesn't seem That's to be a, a creator. Uh, so if you are looking for someone to make a, a difference, 20, 25 off the bench, Barton is far more likely to do that. But yeah. but I agree with Mars as well that like I do I would like a second ball handler in there in the starting lineup. So we got a Wilson Chandler quote here. I don't I have no idea what it is, so it could be anything here. We'll yeah, Wilson Chandler is also in on Porter. Uh, yeah, all right. That's this is the most like Wilson Chandler quote too. <laughs> like it's a uh, excitement, right? Like no explanation kind of. points. Just yeah, Porter yeah. is nice. Him, Joker, and Jamal is a fire young. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if Wilson wants to come back to the Nuggets. I wonder if he wants to come back. To it's like the a, I'll take him just because I like him. That's <laughs> when the hype and the Ica strain are really conflicting. Got, you know, we got to yeah, we got to move on though. We got to get to our Stonks report yeah, here, and you can on. help us with this big T. Uh, can we pull up the Stonks report? Do you have it for us, guy? We have our grabbing. Oh wow! Well, that's I don't know if that's it, but you know what? That's um, it, it, it's a good one. Let's go through the lineup here. Starting at the top, Jokic. I'll start with you. Uh, I'll start with you, Tony. Is his stock up or down right now in the bubble? Three games in the bubble. <laughs> I mean, I'd say it's just up if I had to guess. But I mean, he he just looks good to me. I don't. You can't say down, so I'd have to say up. <laughs> That's true. I guess it's a wait and wait see. And no, see. he's better than wait and see. He's a solid no, he, buy. He's he's but, a solid yeah, he's, buy. He's out. He's busted out of the top. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Jokic to me. After that first game, you thought, I don't know, a little little lethargic. Really, first game and a half, but the, you, it's hard to watch the last two fourth quarters just how dominant he was. I mean, we talk about this all the time with superstars, like a Jimmy Butler type or even a Kawhi Leonard. It doesn't really matter what they do through three quarters. In the fourth quarter, if it's within range and you have that guy, you win. And that both of the last two games, that's how I felt about Jokic. Like, oh, overtime, best player's going to win, that's Jokic. Um, what, about, what about you, Harrison? Uh, yeah, remember when uh, Jokic looked like crap in the scrimmages? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was like a, a week ago. Uh, but yeah, stock way up on Jokic. He's he looks great. Uh, I think he's set for a huge playoffs. To be quite honest, Ooh, can we make a blood pact? Can we make a blood pact to not do this with Jokic again? If he gets sad for a week, they'll just give. We already did. Shout out to Miroslav who called this exactly. Remember, he was saying like Jokic was not was going to be terrible in the scrimmages. We yeah. agreed, yeah. we all agreed, but then we still got emotionally uh, damaged by watching him play. And then of course he's right back. What a finger on, finger on the pulse, Miroslav. All right, we'll get this one out of the out of the way. Michael Porter Jr. Whatever that top. What was the top graphic? What was it? It was. Let's uh, go. Throw throw it back up there. It's a let's go. Yeah, let's go. He's definitely <laughs> let's, a let's go. go. He he's an, you're an idiot if you're not buying the stock right now. Is there anybody on earth you think that's not buying the stock? Are there? You know how with Jokic it took like two years for people to be like, okay, maybe he's okay. With with Porter, what he does is so loud. Everybody's on board, right? Oh, without question. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, there's, there's, I don't no, I don't there, see how you couldn't. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's nobody. Maybe maybe like. Uh, Maybe just like Jonte Porter, just out of like uh, sibling rivalry. But like they, 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 like nothing, like Maybe the else. Clippers. The Clippers somehow passed on them twice in the draft. Maybe they're still not in on them. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, all right, we can move on because those two are easy. Let's get to Paul Millsap. Um, this is an interesting one. Vote. Where, where's Paul Millsap stuck right now? 
where we left where we left it. Okay. Um, I, I think it was a disappointing game one, but I think a guy of his age was probably going to take a little bit to get warmed up. Um, I, okay. Look, you're asking him to give you 14, 15 sometimes and play really good defense. He's going to do that. And what we saw, actually, there were a couple of plays tonight, at least one where the ball was popping and it was Millsap's turn to shoot. And he knocked it down. He's been a consistent shooter from deep all season, actually. So I, I think Millsap's stock is, is either where it was or, or looking good. Without looking at this, uh, Eric, how many minutes did he play tonight? Paul Millsap probably played 25 minutes. He played 16 and a half minutes. Wow. It's a tough matchup for him, right? Well, I, I, well, well the matchup is him versus age, and I just think like having to play all these games, he's not going to be. No, no, I don't agree. I think the matchup was him versus Rudy Gay, and he had a hard time with it. Oh, uh, that's, a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Actually, you know what? You're, I think you're right. Tony, uh, what about you? Stock up or down on Millsap? <laughs> I just, I'm not a big Millsap guy either. I think he helps a ton on defense, which you need with Jokic and MPJ out there. Even though I think MPJ is a little better on D than people think. I think so too. Team. I love that. Too. Yeah. I mean, he is lazy and he gets lost, but he has length and, and athleticism to make up for it. I just like Grant better than Millsap, so I guess I'll say down on him. Oh, wow. That's surprising. I, so you would. Are you high on Grant? I don't know if I would start him over, though. Like, I, I kind of like how they do it. Like, today, I mean, Grant played, what, 35 minutes tonight. Millsap yeah. played like half of that. I just yeah. think when you play these teams like the Clippers, like, Millsap is not going to be able to stay on the floor. That's true. I agree with that, yeah. I agree with that. I just yeah. think Grant matches up better against the really good teams, but I'm fine with him coming off the bench. So, I think down on Millsap. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but are, do you, if you were in charge of things, is this Millsap's last year in Denver? I mean, assuming even just just kind of reading what you think the market would be for a player like him. Doesn't he make like thirty million or something? Well, he's now, but he's not going to make oh, yeah. it next year. So what do we next think? I guess it depends good. on what the contract would be. If it was a good deal, I'd have him back. I don't know that he's going to command a ton of money, but I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Maybe off if the he was cheap, wouldn't we all want him back? Yeah, for sure. Ten, ooh, for a couple sure. of vanilla porter oh, juniors. I'd say thirty of them. You need to drink thirty <laughs> vanilla porter juniors. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. Um, Tory Craig, I'll start with you, Tony. So I mean, I, I'm not a huge Tory Craig guy, but I do think he fits pretty good with teams you need him to guard guard people on. And I, I'd say up. I mean, he's looked pretty good the last two games. I mean, he's yeah. hit a job. He does what he does. I mean, he, he's just good at what he does. I don't think he's a great player, but he kind of fits the mold of what we need. I, I mean, take, when we play the Clippers, I think he's a good matchup for some of those guys. So. Houston, too. Like, he yeah. guards Houston, you know. I have a take. Craig, Craig's value, I think, might skyrocket once Murray, MPJ, and Jokic are on the court. Because we keep talking about all the combinations you have to have to have enough scoring out there. When you have those three on the court, boom, you got it. The other two guys almost don't matter offensively. What about him at the two? What about that him at the two at that spot we talked about? Ooh, Barton That's spicy. and Gary off the bench. Wow. You spicy. Know, I like it. I think I like this. I don't know. Yeah, I, can't I, get I think there. I like I it. I can't get there. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, thing with, the thing with Tori was he was 0-4 from three today. I think all four of those threes were, like, so wide open. They yeah. were, like, they were on, like, four, five, six pass possessions. Pretty good possessions then. He was just missing open threes. Yeah. He's got to um, shoot them, so I mean, right? Yeah, he's, he's got to shoot them. And, yeah, he, he's got to knock, knock some more down. But I, I, I did not think he played that well tonight. Yeah, I, he was – I hated him in this game. I absolutely hated Tory <laughs> Craig in this game. Like, I would absolutely put him for sell. Like, I feel like uh, he can get his production out of another player. Like, I, I feel like Gary Harris comes back, and it absolutely nullifies the need for, for Tory Craig on this team. 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised Gary Harris had a couple of 04s in him as well. But um, plenty of 0 for 4. Monte Morris. Um, we'll start with you, Eric. Uh, I'm putting in a bye. He's up, up, up. His uh, first game back looked rough, but then again, it was his first game since March. His second yeah. game since March, he looks better. His third game since March, he looks like uh, and Monte we trust again. So up, up, up. Let's bye. Harrison? Yeah, he was great tonight. He was kind of the third guy for the Nuggets. Yeah, I thought was that was one guy. of the biggest things that stood out uh, in the first quarter, especially. They got off to this great start, and then they took MPJ out, and you're like, wow, the distance between Jokic and MPJ to the Nuggets' next best offensive player is so big right now. Uh, but Monte kind of filled the void as that next guy, just in the pick and roll, driving and kicking. So he was huge. So I'm buying him. This yeah. is what, just really quickly, this is what makes me so nervous about these guys not playing the, our three starters. Is it, it like takes three games, four games for these guys to really gain their form? So like Does it though? Jamal Murray didn't play in the first two scrimmages <laughs> and went out there and had like one of the best games of his career. But he's different than Gary Harris and Will Barton. Like, I, I do sure, think there's no, something sure, about the sure, sure, sure. He also arrived on time. Like, th- those guys were not only late to arrive, but also haven't played. Like, yeah. it makes me like, I just kind of really want to see. Comedy. I think you really want to see Will Barton have a good game before the playoffs start. Uh, yeah, Jamal, I, I think you probably can count on, but Barton, you want to? See, he probably wants to see him still get going here. Mm-hmm. I'm so curious what Will Barton returns as when he when he comes back because he's, I think, a, a scorer by nature. Like that's his most comfortable skill set. But the Nuggets with MPJ, they need him to reduce that a little bit and up the pick and roll just decision making a lot. And, and he's capable of it. I just don't know if that's what he wants. Also, hey, earlier in the season though, they were like when he was asked to do different things, I mean, he yeah. put an effort on the glass that we haven't seen from him yet in his career. That's a great an effort point. on defense that we haven't seen from him yet in his career. Now that may not have added up to something plus in, as far as the defense goes, but Hey, we, we talked about the rebounding, especially with MPJ in there. You put a guy like Barton in the two, maybe he's more focused on filling in the cracks and the little things. I think this guy's far more of a complimentary player than he gets credit for. Mm. I'll let you go first on this one. Then um, vote Jeremy Grant. Dude, it's so weird because I want to tell you his stock is down. But if you check his box scores, hasn't he been scoring a decent amount of points and shooting the ball? Yeah, well, it's, yeah. It's, yeah it's, but like first game, though, man, there was a lot of garbage. I agree. A lot of garbage. I would say that, yeah, wait yeah. and see. I would say his stock has actually dropped a little bit um, from when we last saw this team playing in March. Hmm. So it, it'll, it'll be his role is going to be different when the other guys are on the court. And he's left wide open from three, and I think he can knock those down. So... It'll be, what can he do in one-on-one defense if he does get that Kawhi matchup like Big T was talking about or whatever? And, and can he rebound a little better? I think those will be the questions. <laughs> yeah, we, have, we have viewers in Nairobi. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so weird, man. Like, Jeremy Grant shot. Uh, he was, I was in an earthquake in Nairobi once. In an earthquake <laughs> oh. on, like, the sixth floor. Oh. Yeah, I'm really interested in there. Adam uh, Any comment, Ian Kip? Go for it, Wynn. What were you going to say? <laughs> no, like, um... Jeremy Grant is one of, uh, like, he shot 39% from three or better in each of these last two years, but every time he takes a three, I still don't think it's going in. Yeah, that's kind of true. A big T, but he makes them. He makes a bunch. Are you going to buy? Are you selling? You waiting to see him? I'm way higher on Grant than you guys. Like, I think think he's one of the most important players we have, and I, I just like him. I mean, yeah, I don't feel great when he's launching threes. I do agree with you guys on that, but. He can just do so much on the floor. He helps. He can guard. He can space the floor. He can rebound. When, I mean, he only had, what, one rebound tonight? I mean, that's yeah, I don't think he's average. Yeah, he's yeah, not he gonna, should rebound yeah. better. But I like he's got five he in the bubble. 
Uh, He's got five wait, points. wait, seriously? Jeff Morton. <laughs> I'm five sure and three, five and three games. Oh my god! I might need it to wasn't it two, two, and one, so. got five boards. That's terrible. It's, I mean, Jer- Jeremy board. Grant though. Yeah, he is going to play. He played 35 six, minutes tonight. He's going to play 35 minutes if the Nuggets are playing the Clippers or the Lakers in the playoffs. Uh, like yeah. he's playing heavy, heavy I minutes. I agree. And they are playing those teams, so he. And it's tough to get a rebound. Porter's <laughs> getting every rebound. Like the dude is grabbing fifteen boards a night. That helps. That helps. Dude, I know even sure Jokic tonight. What did Jokic have? Four rebounds, but a lot of those are just because MPJ is the one grabbing it. You might as well let Yoke get down the court. Sure. Um, PJ Dozier, Eric, your boy. Where's his stock? My boy is by now. He's rising. He again, <laughs> same thing. Like he started off just like Monte Morris. Like the first game I was like, oh my God, I made a terrible, terrible decision on who my boy was. And like in the last two games, like he's looked like he's using his length. He's, uh, you know, he's still making a couple like bad decisions, but he's like, uh, his jump shots coming. He's making smart decisions. He's, uh, he looks composed and yeah. uh, it's like everything you want. So bye, bye, bye. You called him your boy, but I have to be honest with you. He's also Big T's boy, so we we need to have you guys fight over the love of PJ Dozier. Big T, uh, your thoughts on Eric claiming him as his own? I mean, he can have him. I'm not that in love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think I, I like him more. I like his future more than than Morris, but uh, I like Morris better as a backup. If that makes sense, like I think Morris fits better with that backup unit. If I had to pick one guy though to like take into the future, I think it would be PJ. Yeah, that might be the thing. That might be a thing. Tim Conley is weighing this very moment as as he heads into the offseason. Well, Last who would you guys guy, take? Like, who would you take, Mario? I'm with you about PJ. I'm, I haven't seen enough to know. Like, PJ's a little bit of a gunner, and that and that to me, that's the thing that worries me is the role that the Nuggets need him to play is one that's very much a table setter, very much a defender, and very much an attacks the basket but makes smart decisions once he does. And that last part, I'm just not so sure about. He seems a little Moutier-esque in his like. I can finish oh, from contact. Oh, I can finish yeah. from contact. Oh, I to... That's disrespectful. <laughs> That's disrespectful. Um, we got two more here. Mason Plumley, guys, I feel like it, he's the most consistent player in the NBA. His stock is neither up nor down. It, it, it just the exists. most consistent player in the NBA? As in 5-5-5-15. I mean, five, you know five, you five you know what yeah. you get out of him. I'm not saying yeah, consistently terrible. good. I'm just saying That's you just – You get being <laughs> terrible at basketball out of it. Oh, this the hate coming out of a big T and the takes, man. Oh. These are five pepper takes right here. Plumley, uh, I don't want... seriously like Plumley. I mean, not uh, like him, but he's a backup. I do. I do. Yeah. I'm not afraid to say I yeah. like Plumley. Like, yeah, he's a backup center. Like, what, I, how many yeah, backup centers are there in the NBA? Yeah, but the problem is Malone loves putting him out there with Jokic at times, and it drives me nuts. It makes oh, me I don't want to break it. the TV. I, I, I mean, look at look at the minutes tonight, though. Jokic thirty-two, yeah. Millsap seventeen, Grant thirty-five, Plumlee fifteen. Which I don't think Plumlee's playing more than fifteen minutes a game in the playoffs. Oh, so. if, you me, if you guaranteed me he was only on the floor when Jokic was off, I would love Plumlee. There you go. Okay, well, give me that guarantee. <laughs> yeah, because Big T's not afraid to give some takes. This is the last guy that guys, then we got to get out of here. Um, Troy Troy Daniels. <laughs> Big take. <laughs> Troy Daniels. I guess who should I start with? Wind. Right there, where's oh, this stock report? Um, I, I think it's up because uh, he he can make shots. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play a lot in the playoffs, but I, I think he's shown enough early to get a, a contract next season. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. From Denver? <laughs> no, from another team. Oh, okay. <laughs> Eric, what are you thinking? Or actually, hey, vote, I think what are you thinking? Tr- no. <laughs> What was that? Vote. Was that yeah, Troy Daniels? Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, 
Are you uh, are yeah. the Lakers on? Are you watching LeBron? Is that what's going Troy on? Troy Daniels' oh. stock. Trey Daniels' stock, as far as playing when these games matter in Denver, is like as low as it can go right now. Like he in in the scrimmages, he earned like an opportunity to earn an opportunity, and the second part has not gone well in my opinion. Um, but so I don't know. Tomorrow he checks into the game in the second quarter. Are you feeling like okay? This is this is you know. Are you excited? Are you how are you feeling? I'm probably feeling like oh man, is Jamal Murray out again? Uh, I mean, if they have no, enough guards, Troy Daniels isn't part of the equation, in my opinion. I, I think you can feel good, though, if you need to go to him for, like, 10 to 15 minutes. Like, he can he can put it in the bucket. Yeah, yeah. Every, every word I've heard is just an absolute confirmation of a wait-and-see player. This is a wait-and-see player. This is like, a wait-and-see, yeah. He, he I, can do – no, we no. I think no, we're no, just no, gonna no. wait. We, I don't we think know, we're we know exactly – we know exactly yeah. what Troy Daniels is. We don't need to wait for anything. But, like <laughs> – he makes like an average number of threes, and he does yeah, an average good number shooter. of things for a guy that's the twelfth guy on a roster. Um, all right, Big T, man, that was fun, dude. Um, Yo, thanks for coming on. Yeah, we have to have you on more often. We need more gambling picks tomorrow. This is a quick, quick gambling advice for tomorrow's game against yeah, Portland. What do, we got? what do we got? Tell us that we're gonna smoke Portland. I mean, I haven't even looked at it, but I would assume. I mean, Portland needs to win more than us is the problem. So. I've been I've been super high on the Nuggets the last two games. I'm probably off a little tomorrow. We may lay a little stinker tomorrow. I think. I I, I wonder if Denver's gonna sit like Jokic and yeah, NBA they could easily tomorrow. Well, I mean, why sit not? Everybody. Don't get injured. Sit everybody. Don't do yeah, something yeah. dumb. Don't make it like a, this. Uh, you know, aren't they matter. already sitting everyone though? That's I know, right? <laughs> Troy Daniels, hey, no, stock up. DraftKings is gonna throw me, throw, throw me at Bull Bull line. If he, if if, if Bull Bull is worth like four and a half points tomorrow, I'm taking the over. He's gonna, he's gonna. Tomorrow we've had a good run of two games in a row. If we get tomorrow, Bull Bull just destroying Nurkic, oh, for it. Let's do it. The Adam, bar might burn down. down tomorrow. Calm that down, dude. <laughs> I don't want to set the bar too high, but a uh, bull bull, go out and dominate Nurkic in your first uh, <laughs> your yeah. first real start. Um, thanks so much to Tony. Thanks so much to all the viewers, guys that that were, were tuning in. These winners Lovely. lounges are so much fun. We're gonna obviously be doing these nonstop tomorrow. We're from the bar. We're from the DNVR bar night game. It's gonna be a good time. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Peace. So guys, I'm not usually into iPhone games or phone games. I've got a lot of better things I can do with my day. But I gotta say, WGT Golf is super addicting. And the reason why it's addicting is because it's a really realistic game. You can play online against 20 million people. You can also play online against us. We do tournaments every weekend on WGT. We do close to the pin challenges, stroke play, best of the par fours, everything that WGT has to offer. And you can get involved Download WGT from dnvrgolf.com. Search for the DNVR3 Country Club. We filled up almost three clubhouses of DNVR members that compete in tournaments every single weekend. They're a lot of fun. They're free, super realistic. It's a really fun game. Download WGT from dnvrgolf.com. Search for the DNVR3 Country Club.